everyone and welcome to Maddie Sound Explorers. Each episode we explore the world through sound and bring you a new piece of music made from the noises we discover and a little help from our brilliant guests. Listen out for interesting sounds as we go along. Which sounds would you put in a song? This week we're going to be travelling to South Asia to meet a wild animal. A wild animal that's very similar to one that might be taking a nap on your sofa right now. Today, we're talking about cats. I love cats, and I love how happy they are when I give them a stroke. There's really nothing like the sound of a cat purring. Well, maybe a tiny motorbike is similar. Or a happy cat riding a tiny motorbike. No, this episode isn't about whether cats can ride motorbikes. We've had a question from our sound explorer, Leviathan. Why do cats purr? Why do cats purr? I know the perfect person to ask about this. She's someone who spends a lot of time around cats. My name is Charlotte Corney. I help to look after the Isle of Wight Zoo, which is on the Isle of Wight. You must get to work with some really interesting animals. So we've got tigers and lions at the moment. We have had lots of other different types of cats over the years. We've also had jaguars, we've had leopards, so normal leopards and also black leopards or black panthers, you might call them. We've also had pumas. Tigers, lions, jaguars, leopards and even snow leopards are all known as big cats. But uh, what about a cheetah? The cheetah is an animal that people generally think of as being a big cat, but it's not It's not actually a big cat. It's, it's not classified as a big cat, um, but they can purr beautifully. So do the actual big cats, like the lions and tigers, purr too? Yes and no, which is a little bit confusing. <laughs> they don't purr in the way that a domestic cat would purr. Um, but they do make a sound which means the same thing. Certainly tigers do. And they make a noise by blowing air out through their nose at very high speed. You know what? I'm ready to go and hear it. Come on, sound explorers. Let's get our trekking gear on. We're going to go into the forests of India to listen for ourselves. Off we go. So beautiful here. Lush trees, rushing rivers. And if we look really carefully through the undergrowth, over there, quite a long way away, thankfully, I can see tigers, a mother and her cubs. Luckily, we have some special sound explorer equipment, which means we can watch and listen safely from a long way away. The tigers are wild animals and it's not safe to get close to one. Like with all wild animals, it's best to watch them from a distance. Charlotte, when tigers purr, what do they sound like? It sounds a bit like this. <laughs> and that's uh, the way that a tiger would sort of say, hello, how are you? I'm no threat to you. Um, or, you know, be, be reassured or tell you that it's happy or a little bit scared. And this is a noise that has got a special word to describe it. And the word is the prustan, the prustan, or 
the chuffing. It's a little bit easier to remember. So we say tigers are chuffing when they go like that. Maybe if we wait, we'll hear the tigers chuffing to each other. <gasps> there it is. If, if the tigers are chuffing, and I, I've raised some tigers since they were tiny, you know, since they were just days old. And, uh, and, and so they think of me as their mother, and I would communicate that to them in the same way as their mother. So we would use the same language, and I would definitely be chuffing to them. If a tiger was coming up to see me and it was chuffing, then I would definitely chuff back to it. But sometimes I make a mistake, and I'll go and see the lions, and they come up and, to see me, and I start chuffing to them. But they, they just look at me a little bit blankly because they don't speak tiger. So, you know, they don't speak that language. <laughs> Lions don't chuff at all. It's just tigers. When I've been to visit zoos, when I don't even know the tigers there and they don't know me, this happened to me in a zoo in France with a tiger that was actually getting a bit annoyed, I think, by people making lots of loud noises at it. And I just went up and sort of went... And the tiger just suddenly stopped and turned around and chuffed back to me. And it was really, really a lovely moment. So always remember to try and learn the language of the animals that you're going to go and visit in zoos. The reason most big cats can't purr in the same way a pet cat would is because their bodies have evolved to make a different sound. <laughs> now that is a sound we should collect. In order to purr, you need a flexible bone in your throat. Um, this is called the hyoid. And small cats have got this, and it supports the voice box and the tongue, and it allows vibrations to happen, which go on to sort of create that purr. But big cats, their bone, their hyoid, is actually partially sort of fixed, and it's not so flexible. So that means that they can't purr, they can't make that noise. In the wild, tigers need large areas to hunt so they can get enough food. And this area is called a tiger's territory. If another tiger started hunting there too, there wouldn't be enough food for both animals. So the roar is to warn other animals, not here, this is my hunting patch. And they have to be heard a long way away because tigers need a really large area to hunt. So, for example, a male tiger living in in uh, Russia would need the same amount of space as, let's say, the whole of the Isle of Wight. The roar of a tiger can cause the whole forest to respond, all of the other animals telling each other to stay out of the tiger's way. When the tigers roar, when they call, all the other animals, the deer and the monkeys, um, they all recognise that noise and it's like an alarm call to them. They, they then start shouting to each other and they can say, it's a tiger or it's a leopard. Monkeys have particular calls to say which animal it is because they know then they should either go up high if it's a tiger because they don't tend to climb so much or they should come down to the ground if it's a leopard because they go into the trees. With seen and heard tigers, the biggest and fiercest cats in the world here in the forests of India... Now, let's go back to the habitat of one of my favourite kinds of cats.
here we are, back in my living room, where we can answer Leviathan's question. Why do cats purr? Cats purr is a way really of communicating with each other and talking to each other. So we have different ways of communicating how we feel. So we may smile, we may cry, you know, we may get angry. Dogs might wag their tails. Um, and cats have a very particular way of explaining how they feel by purring. Now, we think that cats generally are purring when they're happy and when they're content, but we also know that they can sometimes purr when they are fearful of something, when they're a bit afraid, perhaps they're in pain or they're unwell. And we think that when they're purring, that actually helps to sort of soothe them and helps to calm them down. It's sort of like a self-help for them. And sometimes also they will purr when they just need a little bit of reassurance. So it's their way of saying, just, you know, I'm a little bit unsure. If cats purr at us, is that because they think that we're cats too? We think so, yes. Well, dogs, um, dogs actually adapt their behavior they change their behavior quite a lot when they're around people um and and we think that they would consider us to be different than they are whereas cats actually uh, would consider us to be the same um so their behaviours towards us are really very similar to how they would be with other cats. And one thing that you might have experienced yourself is having a cat come onto your bed and start kind of like almost clawing at you, sort of stomping on your chest, kneading you um, with its feet. Now, when I was looking after Zia, who was a little tiger cub that I lived with for a long... Well, I raised her from a baby, so I lived with her while she was growing up. She used to sleep in my bed, and uh, she would do the same thing. So although she was a tiger cub, she would, um, you know, make the same behavior. And this is their way normally of asking their mother for milk. So... This is interesting because if they didn't think that we were a cat, why would they be asking us for milk in that way? I always enjoy a sound exploration that takes us somewhere new and exciting, but brings me back to my own sofa with a nice cup of tea and a fluffy cat. I think we should relax with some music now, taking the sounds of a forest in India and the sounds of a living room in England to make a catophony. Love cats. You'll love this. Charlotte, when tigers purr, what do they sound like? It sounds a bit like this. (laughs) Sometimes I make a mistake and I'll go and see the lions they don't speak tiger. Big cats, their bone, their hyoid, is actually harshly fixed. They can't purr, they can't make that noise. I love cats. I love cats. When the tigers roar, all the other animals, the deer and the monkeys, it's like an alarm call to them. Cats have a very particular way of explaining how they feel by purring. Now, we think 
that cats generally are purring when they're happy. They can sometimes purr when they are fearful of something. That actually helps to sort of soothe them and helps to calm them down. It's sort of like a self-help for them. And sometimes also they will purr when they just need a little bit of reassurance. I love cats. I love cats. What's your favourite kind of cat, Charlotte? I would have to say, um, without a doubt, that my favourite cats are tigers, which you probably would have guessed because I've talked about, about tigers quite a lot. And I grew up with tigers. My mum was raising tigers at the same time that she was raising my sister and I. I would take them out for walks on the beach with my dad in the morning. I'd swim in the sea with them. So my whole life really has been about uh, about tigers and I'm very comfortable with them. I'm, I'm very familiar with them and I, I love them a lot. Well, you might not have grown up with a tiger, but you can learn more about them by going to a tiger refuge like Charlotte's or other animal parks where they take really good care of their animals or by listening to this episode again. Thanks for listening to Maddie's Sound Explorers. Discover new episodes when you subscribe. A big thank you to our expert, Charlotte Corney from the Isle of Wight Zoo, to Martin Zolt-Oswick, who made the feline music and put the episode together, and to Matt Hill for feeding my cat whilst I was away exploring. Thanks, Matt. Thanks too to Leviathan for their great question. I'm Maddie Moat, and join me next time for another episode of Maddie's Sound Explorers. Maddie's Sound Explorers. It's brought to you by Magic Star.